1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 1 Thessalonians 5, 18 says, In everything, everybody say, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Uh, a lot of us look for the will of God. We look for the specific will of God. Uh, who should I marry? How many knows that's a good question? Uh, that's something we should pray about. Uh, what job should I take? Uh, what career path should I take? Uh, where should I go to school? Right? Uh, what, where's the will of God? Where's the will of God in these things? But did you, did you know those are number twos in your life? You know what the number one thing is? You know what the number one thing to do? If you want to make sure you're in the will of God, don't complain. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Don't, grum don't grumble. Don't complain about nothing. You just, you just thank God. Praise God in the middle of your storm. In everything, give thanks. He doesn't say in everything, complain. In everything, complain about this, complain about this. He says, in everything, give thanks unto God. Except for when you're feeling down. No, no, in everything... In every circumstance, in every situation, give God thanks. So His will is, first and foremost, is to give Him thanks. So if you're wanting to know who to marry, if you want to know what job to take, what career path you, what house you should buy, right, uh, what, whatever, just begin to thank the Lord, because first things first. Everybody say, first things first. Right? And so you got to seek the Lord first. You got to thank Him first before you start seeking Him in those number twos in your life. So a lot of times we'll skip that stage. People are celebrating Christmas now. Y'all with me? Nothing wrong with that, by the way. <laughs> but we skip that part. Why do we skip that stage? Materialism, maybe. I don't know. Uh, commercialism. We, we kind of skip that stage. And we just skip right over the Thanksgiving part because. That part of the season, is that's when I get the gift. And we skip the, think, the thinking part, the gratitude. Am I preaching to someone here this morning? <laughs> so it's important for us to understand that thankfulness, gratitude. Well, I've heard that all my life, Pastor, how we should be thankful, how we should be thankful. I've heard it repeatedly over and over again. Well, I'm telling you again. If you're not thankful in your life, don't skip the stage of being thankful for what God has done for you in your life. So, here's the question. Why is it always God's will, no matter what happens in my life, that I am to give thanks, not for my circumstances, but in my circumstances? Not for my circumstances, but in my circumstances. Right? See, we get so busy asking God to take us out of it, that we forget God wants to change us in it. Let me read that again. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, for you. Uh, some of us, we let what goes on outside of us determine our level of praise in God. I'm feeling, I'm feeling down today. Man, I, I just don't know if I can thank God today. No, no, no. The command here is you thank God no matter what circumstance you're in. That's the command. That's, that's the benefit. When you thank God that no matter what you're going through, in every circumstance, you thank God. 
You thank God. Whatever difficulty you're going through. We have a, uh, a sheet of paper back there on the wall. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Every Sunday when we come in, we're going to write something on that wall. We're going to write something on the, on the paper. We're going to write what we're thankful for. And by the way, don't just write what you're thankful for, but write what you're believing for. Faith is believing God beforehand. Gratitude is thanking God after. Y'all get what I'm saying? And a lot of times we, we, we forget the faith part, but we, go, we get to the gratitude part. We, we thank God for what he's done. Yes, amen, but what do you believe in God for? Amen? So faith and gratitude, they, they go hand in hand. They're together. So every Sunday we're going to write down what we're thankful for, what we're believing God for. And on the last Sunday, we're going to bring that up here and we're going to present it to God as a thank offering. And we're, we're, going, to, we're going to express our thanks to God. We're going to thank God. We're going to be, listen, this is genuine. This is genuine. This is authentic. We're going to lift, we're going to bring that up here. And, we're, and it's a symbol. What we wrote on that paper, it's a symbol of what, of what God has done for us. And we're going to say, God, we know that when we thank you, that will be multiplied in our lives. Thanksgiving brings multiplication in your life. Let me say it one more time. Thanksgiving brings multiplication in your life. Thanksgiving brings blessing increase in your life. If we don't get to the point where we're thankful to God no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're going through, no matter what happens, when we thank God, listen, God's going to bring increase in your life in the form that you, that you need it in, in His will. So let's all participate and let's thank the Lord for this whole month. But I want us to stew on this verse. Everybody say, in everything. God says that your circumstances shouldn't bless you. <laughs> God says that your circumstances should not be the deciding factor of how thankful you are. Many of us are slaves to our circumstances because we only choose to be thankful when things are going great. We only thank God when things, when, when things are going. We're on the mountaintop. Man, it's easy to praise God then. It's easy to praise God when everybody likes you. It's easy to praise God when you're in with a popular crowd. You're popular, everybody loves you. But man, once you say something, right, that's good for them, right? Once you, once you do something that's not popular and you get criticized, are you still going to give thanks to God when things are not going your way? I don't know if you found this out or not, but there's, there's going to be a lot of things in your life that won't go your way. I don't know, I think you've lived long enough, most of us have anyways, that things just ain't going to go your way every time. But God says, if you'll just give me thanks, if you'll just stay committed in giving me thanks and giving me praise, you'll see, you'll see great change happen in your life. See, if you're only thanking God when things are going good, your faith will crumble. Because when something bad happens, right, everything would just begin to, oh man, God left me. I just don't know about this. God left me. He must have forgot about me. Listen, God works all things out. He works all things out. Listen, if you only thank God when things are going good, you'll burn out. You'll backslide. Because you're worshiping God based on what happens, not based on who He is. Amen? You're just worshiping God based on what happens outside of you, external circumstances. And here's my question for those who may be serving God based on what God can do for them or what happens on the outside of them. What, what, why are you serving God? Are you serving God for, for, for just that? Because of the event? Or are you just serving God based on the nature of who He is? Are you serving God based on His Word? Who He is, right? Think about it. 
Think about it. We're tr we are trying to live out our faith based on what happens in a world filled with sin. And if you live in this world and you're living based on what you see, you're going to be discouraged, you're going to be disappointed, you're going to be depressed because that's what you're living by. I can see it now. You're on social media, you're on TV, it'll just determine your mood. Right? It'll determine your mood. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like praising God. I don't feel like, I don't feel like, right? There's a lot of things out there that'll determine your mood. We need to ask God, Lord, help us to determine, help us to learn, not to let circumstance determine how we worship you. Determine. And listen, and you may think somebody else may be worshiping God a little radical, praising God a little radical. Well, I don't know, but you probably hadn't been there where they've been. You haven't, they, they've been through something that you, you may not understand it, but be careful about criticizing something you don't understand. A lot of us are really good at talking about things we don't understand. We're really good at that. Listen, if you don't understand why that person gets excited, shouts, whatever, listen, don't be, don't be too quick to criticize. We're really good at criticizing what we don't understand. Don't do it. Don't criticize. Just say, hey, let the Lord work in their life. Can I get an amen this morning? So we don't need to be slaves to our circumstances, what happens outside of us, right? Something's going to happen. Things aren't going to go our way. But God says if you'll thank him in the bad, he'll bring increase in your life. If you only thank God when the sun is shining, you will lose faith when the storm is raging. You will lose faith when the storm is raging. Listen, it doesn't matter how much life stinks. I know you've said that. You've said that to yourself. You may not have said that to somebody else, but you've said it at one time or another. My life stinks. That is totally unbiblical. That's not even what the Word of God says. What does the Word of God say? Let's look at the Word of God again. In everything, give thanks. If I'm going around saying, my life stinks, my life doesn't matter, what's wrong with my, my life is terrible, you're not bringing the blessing, you're hindering the grace of God on your life. And if you keep saying, my life stinks, my life is terrible, you know what you're going to do? You magnify what you talk about the most. Can I get an amen this morning? That's the reason why people know you. Uh, that's the reason why people know you to be a, a, about politics rather than God. Amen, church. What you talk about the most will be magnified in your life. When people see you, do, do they see a Christian or do they see another person? If you was put on trial, right, to be a Christian, would would, would you would you uh, be guilty of that? Right? Would you, would you be found? Would there be evidence? It, I think that's a good question, don't you? Would there be evidence? It's a good question. God says be thankful. Everybody say be thankful. Because God's working it out. Why should we be thankful? Why should I praise God when things ain't going my way? Why should I praise God when, the, when I'm in a valley? Why should I praise God? Why should I thank God? Why should I come in here on Sunday morning and lift my hands? Everybody's looking at me. Why, why should I come in here... Right, and tell God, Lord, I thank you when nothing good is happening in my life. You thought it. I'm just preaching real this morning. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to get to the root of the problem here. Nothing good's happening in my life, and, and this is going on in your head. This is going on in your heart. What is going on here? But the more you think that way, and the more you speak that way, the worse it's going to get. 
the worse it's going to get. You got to come in here. Listen, I'm not, I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about your life too. You got to come in here and say, you know what? I'm just going to praise the Lord this morning. Uh, the pastor told me to raise my hand. He told me, he told me we all got to stand together. We got to do this. He's always commanding me to do something. <laughs> Y'all with me this morning? I'm just, he's always telling me to do, he's always telling me to do this, he's always telling me to do that. The reason why I do this is because I'm leading you into praise and worship. And I'm leading you into thankfulness because most of us, when we come in here, it's kind of hard for us sometimes. Me too, okay? I'm not pointing, me too. It's hard for us when we come in here, man, it's so hard for us to just kind of get in the zone. You know I'm telling the truth. Man, it's hard for me to get in the zone because, man, I've been through some things this past week. Man, I'm just carrying a burden, right? But if you'll just begin to take a step of faith and just begin, just talk to the Lord. Lord, be honest with him. Do this. I don't know if you've ever said, you might be scared to do this. Do this. Lord, I, I don't feel like praising you right now, but I'm going to. Just be honest with him. Right? You're upset? Tell him. Quit trying to hide the fact that you're upset. Just tell him, I'm upset, Lord, but I'm going to praise you today. I don't like the way they sound up there singing, but I'm going to praise you today. I don't like it because the pastor preaches too long, but I'm going to praise God anyways. The pastor's real... The pastor's always trying to get me to do stuff. He's always trying to get me to volunteer. He's always trying to get me to serve. Y'all with me? And we get, in, we get into this, and all of a sudden we start complaining and start getting upset. And we start looking into everybody else, and we're comparing our life to everybody else. And all of a sudden we just start complaining, get upset, get mad and angry. But if you'll just zone, if you'll just zone others out, zone that out, and just begin to praise God and thank God, you'll, you'll have a move of God in your life. Somebody else may not be because they're just kind of... <laughs> But isn't it something how the next person over is like, oh, hallelujah, God is good in my life. How can you praise God when you got bad things going on in your life? Because I know that I, God has it in control and that God is going to work it out. So I'm going to praise God and I'm not going to let situations and outside circumstances determine how I feel toward God. God is God whether I feel bad or whether I feel good. God is God whether I'm depressed. God is God whether I'm discouraged or encouraged. He's still God. He's still God when I make a mistake. He's still God when I sin. Oh, I hit a religious spirit. He's still God when I mess up. He's still God when I'm down and out. He is still God. He's still God. And sometimes you just got to muster up the courage and say, you know what? I'm going to praise God today. Things didn't go right at my job. Things didn't go right in my household last week. We had a spat. We had an argument. We had this. We had that. But you know what? If you'll just lay it down and say, praise God, I'm going to thank God anyways. And listen, some of you, you just need to grab your spouse and say, we're going to praise God together. Amen. Glory to God. Everybody say he's working it out. Someone who isn't thankful always finds something bad. I know because I'm a pastor. I hear it. 
Can I get an amen in the house this morning? Man, somebody's always going to find something bad. And for those of them that's always trying to find something bad, always trying to find something, listen, I know your heart, you're not grateful. You're just finding something to complain about. Because you will find it. If you're trying to look for something bad, you're going to find it. Listen, if you're going to try to find something good, you're going to find it. Amen, church. Listen, here's some examples. Oh, the economy is doomed. The economy is bad. Is God your source or the government your source? Is your job your source or is God your source? Oh, our families are falling apart. Pray. Oh, my goodness, the school system stink. Pray. Oh, my goodness, our teenagers are messed up. Pray. Lay hands on them. Praise God. Oh, man, this world is so dark, it's going, it's going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, it's awful, it's awful, it's awful, it's awful. And I'm like, uh, God's still on the throne. <laughs> man, God's still on the throne, and you're acting like he gets nervous. You're acting like he gets nervous. You're acting like, oh man, oh God done messed up now. The, the economy's terrible. Oh my goodness, we got a low offering this week. Oh my God. Listen, quit worrying and start just thanking God and praising God. Listen, if, <laughs> listen, if we lose this building, we'll just praise God outside. Well, can I get an Amen. Man, it don't, but we're so connected, we're so materialistic, we act like God don't have it together. Pastor Sam, I'm worried about the church. You just sinned. You just told me you sinned. You just told me that you don't trust God. Amen, church. Oh, Pastor, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried sick, I'm worried sick. Why would you do that? You're just hurting yourself. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. All of us, we, we, try and we get so caught up in the outside things, the external things. Isn't God God? Isn't, it the, isn't He the same yesterday, today, and forever? He's God, right? Amen. See, my cup is running over. I don't know if you can tell or not. But you know what? If your cup was running over, right, the, the, there's the optimist, the, the faith-filled person would say, my cup runs over, He's blessing me. You know what the pessimist would say? He would say, it's making a mess. It's making a mess. Oh, there's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's making a mess. Man, God could bless them eightfold, tenfold, and they still would find something bad. They'd still find something bad because they're so negative. They're always wanting to be negative. But is there anybody in here that wants to be positive for at least five minutes? Can I get an amen? Is there anybody in here that'll thank God, that'll be committed to Him, that'll worship Him, that's just not following Him for the miracle signs and wonders, but they're following Him because He died on the cross for them. He shed His blood for them. Is there anybody committed? Is there anybody sold out? Is there anybody all in? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're sold out. We're committed to the cause of the kingdom. Well, God didn't do nothing for me. I ain't going to church. Y'all with me this morning? You're living by the outside. You're living from the outside in, not from the inside out. So don't look for the bad. Look for the good, right? 
God's blessing us. I'm living in the land of promise. Why do we need to be thankful? Because Jesus is praying for us. He's in our corner. He's praying for me. Another thing to be thankful for, I want you all to write this down, remember it, Facebook it, Twitter it, whatever. My future victory is greater than my present pain. That should make you want to shout right now. Because some of you, you're going through a lot of pain right now. And you've, you've even said this, nobody knows what I'm going through. And nobody's been what I'm going through. Man, it's bad for me right now. Y'all with me? But the pain you're going through, your future victory is greater. That's something to be thankful, thankful about. That God, that's what God promised us, right? God is for me. Did you know God's for you? Did you know God is for you? Romans chapter 8 says, If God be for us, who can be against us? No matter where I go, God is there. No matter what I do, He still loves me. Right? No matter where I go, my God is there. No matter what I do, He still loves me. No matter what happens to me, He is for me. So I am thankful not because of what I see, but because of what God said. And God is always for me because I'm His kid and I'm His child and I'm not going to worry and I'm not going to live in anxiety. Why would you do that? You call yourself a Christian? And you're worrying? I'm worried, Sam. We even have it in our vocabulary. I'm worried about brother so-and-so. Why would you worry? It's even... Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I think you did. I didn't, I, I didn't mean it that way. You know what I meant. No, you said it. I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. Let me, I'm going to challenge you. Can I challenge you? Go this week and don't even mention the word worry. Don't do it. Don't do it. Can you do it? I believe in you. I know you can do it. Don't even say it. Don't even think about it. I'm a little bit worried about him. I'm a little bit, quit it. Quit and you'll see your life improve. Y'all with me? Somebody say thank you Jesus right now. Are y'all receiving this word this morning? Just don't use, don't use the word, don't use the word worry in your life. Don't do it, right? The struggle is transforming you, right? When I'm down, he holds me up. When I'm hurting, he's my comfort. When I'm alone, he's my friend. When I'm weak, he's strong. And even on a bad day, it just means I get to know him better. Do y'all see that? Even on a bad day, it just means I get to know him better, right? Just because I'm in the situation doesn't mean it defines me. I'm just in it because I'm being molded, prepared, and sanctified for what's ahead. And what I'm in isn't greater than who I am because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My sins are forgiven. My God is for me. He's sitting at the right hand of God praying for me. He helps me in my weaknesses. And my future victory is greater than my present pain. Can you shout about that? That's something to be thankful for. He'll work it out if you'll be thankful. He'll work it out. I just need to understand that first things first. If you thank the Lord, He'll lead you into His perfect will. How many's ever seen a buzzard or a vulture? What do they look for? What do they look for? They look for a dead carcass, right? I don't mean to be so gross this morning, but I'm going to prove a point, okay? So a vulture, right, they're looking for, for something dead, right? They're, they're flying over the landscape. They're looking for a dead carcass that they rely on for food. They have incredible eyesight. And they can see and spot a dead animal for miles away. But hummingbirds, 
fly over the landscape looking for the flowers that they feed on. They are attracted by the bright colors and they consume the sweet nectar inside the flower. But vultures fly over the flowers and humming and hummingbirds fly over dead animals, but they only notice what they're looking for. Y'all with me? They only notice what they're looking for. <laughs> Can I preach this morning? If you're looking for negative, gloomy, depressive things to make you feel down about life, I can guarantee you, you will find them. You'll find them, right? But if you're looking for exciting, positive, joyful things to help you maintain an attitude like Christ, man, you'll be blessed. Isn't it, isn't it something that it's possible for two people to be in exactly the same circumstance, the same circumstances, and one finds the rotting meat, and the other one finds the flowers. Two people, you ever notice that? You got two people in the same situation, in the same circumstance. This person is like, Arr! and this person is like, praise God, God's good. He's still God. He's still God. I'm still going. I'm climbing up the mountaintop. No matter what I'm going through, I'm still going. I'm not going to let my circumstance tell me how much I should worship God. I'm not going to let my situation tell me how much I should worship God. I'm not going to let you tell me how much I should worship God. Listen, God's been good to me. He's for me. He's with me. He's in me. I'm in Him. Listen, I don't know. I don't think you're feeling God like I'm feeling this morning, but I feel the Holy Ghost so strong. There's something to shout about there's something to raise your hands about you can look at me like you like you've never seen me before or you can praise God right now and say you know what the preacher made me mad but I'm going to thank God anyways hallelujah well praise God I'm going to shout anyways I'm going to praise God anyways. I'm thankful. No matter what I'm going through, God's with me. He is for me. No matter what people say, no matter what people do, I'm going forward. I'm taking the step of faith. Get out of my way, Satan. Get out of my way. I'm here to worship the Lord. I'm here to represent God. Hallelujah. Amen. He's with me. See, what are you, what are you looking for? What are you going to be, a hummingbird or a vulture? What are you going to be? Are you going to be the person that's always looking for the bad? Or are you going to be someone that will believe God for the exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think? Are you going to be that person? Or are you going to be that person that's going to worry everybody else to death? Because you're worried. And you tell everybody else you're worried. Everything's falling apart. The reason why everything's falling apart is because you're not praying. Can I get an amen this morning? So we've got to learn to pray. Listen, when Jesus died on the cross, some thought it was over. But there was a third day. <laughs> See, some of y'all, we don't even have enough patience. Bad thing happens to us, we give up in the first day. But there is a third day. Look at your neighbor and say, there's a third day. Jesus died on the cross and everybody thought it was over. But Scripture said that he was going to raise from the dead three days later. See, some of you, you're living in your first day, but your third day is coming. And if you'll just believe God this morning, if you'll just trust God this morning, the third day's coming for your son. The third day's coming for your daughter. The third day's coming for your family. The third day's coming for your spouse. I said there's a third day coming. There's a resurrection coming. There's a resurrection coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said there's a third day coming. Jesus said I am the resurrection and the life. And then no man comes into the Father but by me. 
Hallelujah. Glory to, glory to God. Look at your neighbor and say, he's working it out. He's working it out. He's working it out. Hallelujah. I lost my job, but God has a better job. Hallelujah. My son may not be saved, but praise God, he's going to be saved. Hallelujah. I'm, hallelujah. The doctors tell me I'm not healed, but I'm standing on the word of God, and I am healed. I am saved and transformed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Oh, can you praise God in it? Can you praise God in it? Can you thank God in it? No matter what the problem or the issue, you say, God, it may not look like I'm winning, but there's a third day waiting for me. There's a third day for my life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, stay thankful. The tomb ain't strong enough. The soldiers ain't strong enough. The Roman Empire ain't strong enough. Your sin ain't strong enough. The devil ain't strong enough. Your critics ain't strong enough. You are called and chosen and ordained by God. There is a third day coming for you. Listen, you say, you ask me, Pastor, is that word for me? Well, if you'll thank God, it's for you. you know, too many times we question God and say, God, is that word for me? Is that word for me? Is it for me? Yes, it's for you if you'll just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know what? You can win the battles. You can win the toughest battles in your life if you'll just begin to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It don't have to be a long theological discourse. You just raise your hands up and say, Lord, in this circumstance, I will give you thanks. I'm not going to let my circumstances become my idol. I'm not going to let my situation become my idol and tell me and bully me around. Tell me I'm a nobody, right? Tell me I can't. Listen, I'm going to worship God in the middle of it. Amen? God knows the exact time and day of my breakthrough is coming. It may not look good on the first day, but I have a faith that won't let go. I have a faith that won't let go. The tomb ain't strong enough. Hallelujah. Listen, God wants us to be thankful. Are we going to thank Him? Are we going to praise Him? Can I, can I preach some more? I said, can I preach some more this morning? The devil don't like it and I don't care. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 3 verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar, see we have three Hebrew children, right? They said, I ain't, I ain't going to, they, they said they passed a law in Babylon. Don't worship the Lord. Don't praise God. If you do, we're going, we're going to kill you. We're going to throw you into the fiery, fir, fiery furnace, right? Here, here it is. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed toward them. And he spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more then it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind them and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. And then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments. And they were cast into the middle of the, the fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who were guards to throw the three Hebrew children into the, into the fire. 
So verse 24, And then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose. <laughs> Walking in the middle of the fire. Walking in the middle of your difficulty. Walking in the middle of your trouble. Walking in the middle of what you're going through. They are not hurt. Nothing will hurt you. Nothing will burn you up. You shall not be consumed. You shall not be defeated. Because there is the Son of God with healing in His wings. Well, hallelujah. I said it's hot. I said it's so hot. You don't know if you're going to make it. You don't know if you can take another step forward. But there's a man who will be in the heat of the battle for you. Well, praise God. Amen. There's a fourth man in the fire. And I'm telling you, there's a fourth man in your fire. There's a fourth man in your battle. There's a fourth man in your life. And everybody sees it. And nothing's hurting you. Nothing's harming you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Like the Son of God. Everybody say, in it. In it. He didn't deliver them from the fire. He delivered them in the fire. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He delivered them. He saved them. He changed them. He transformed them. They got delivered in the heat of the battle. And this is why God says, In, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 16, two men thrown in jail for preaching the gospel. Paul and Silas. Somebody started singing. Somebody started praying. They didn't start complaining. They had every right to complain. Lord, you said you'd be with us. Lord, you said you would send us the Holy Ghost, which is our comforter. And look at us now. We're in jail. Look at us now. What's going on here? Lord, I'm stuck in here. I'm in prison. I'm behind prison bars. What am I going to do? But praise God, God sent an earthquake. And after the earthquake, somebody got saved. One of them began to sing, and the ground began to shake, and the ground began to rattle. If you'll just praise God, you'll shake those demons off your life. If you'll just begin to thank God, you'll shake all that stuff off your life, and you'll see that God is God, but He's looking for someone that will agree with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul and Silas, right, stuck in jail, but they didn't stay stuck. Some of us are stuck. We've been stuck for a long time. We stayed stuck because we didn't praise God, because we're not thanking God. But you can get out of the rut. You can get out of the stuck stage and say, Praise God. I'm not going to be stuck. I'm going to praise Him in the jail. I'm going to praise Him on my job. I'm going to praise Him in the middle of the fire. I'm going to praise Him in the heat of the battle because God is God. And He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many loves the Word of God? He's a deliverer. He's a healer. I cast out doubt in Jesus' name. I cast out every fear and anxiety in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Devil, don't you mess with me because there is a Son of God that's in the fire with me.
Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't know if you feel this or not, but if you feel this in your heart, can you give God a praise this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They were stuck in Babylon. They were stuck in jail. But they had enough sense to say thank you, Lord, because we know all things work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Are you called this morning? Hallelujah. There's a Son of God. He's in the fire with you. Hallelujah, he's in the fire with you. He's with you. He's in you. Don't you doubt him. Don't you, don't you give up. Don't you throw in the towel. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, this, the Holy Ghost is here this morning. Listen, God's wanting you to have a breakthrough. And God told me this this morning. If you'll just begin to thank the Lord, if you'll just, if you'll just begin to stand and thank the Lord, you're going to get your breakthrough. You're going to get your breakthrough. But the reason why we don't get our breakthrough is because we don't press through. But if you'll just press through and say, thank you, Lord. I'm having a hard time right now, but thank you, Lord. Things are going to come out in the wash. They're going to work out. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry no more. I'm not going to tell everybody I'm worried. Because I know a God. I know a God who loves me. I know a God who's for me. Hallelujah. Some of you, see, some of you, got, you got a court day. You got to go to court. You got to do this. Listen, God's with you. God's with you. Hallelujah. You, you're scared to death. You're nervous. You don't know what the judge is going to say. You don't know what the attorney's going to say. You don't know what the lawyer's going to say. But if you'll just begin to thank God before the court day and say, Lord, pour out your anointing on the judge, on the, <laughs> on the attorney, on the lawyer. Lord, you're with me. You're, hallelujah. I'm going to praise God. You're going to pave the way for me. I'm going into the courtroom. God cares about his kids. God cares about his children. Some of you are about to go to court. But if you'll praise God. God, he'll see you through. Well, he's only God at church. No, he's God in the courtroom. He's God in the jailhouse. He's God everywhere. He is God. So let's not act like he's nervous or he's out of or or he's not in control. Amen, church. Hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. See, that verse is for you this morning. And everybody's saying, look. Only God could do that. See that? He said, look, only God could do that. And people, listen, people are going to look at your life. They're going to look at your life and say, only God could do that. Only God could put that marriage back together. Only God could save that man. Only God could take them off drugs. Only God could take them off these things. Only God could deliver them. Only God. Only God. All things are possible. To him that believes. Hallelujah. Everybody say that all things are possible. To him that believes. Hallelujah. I'm going to give him thanks. I'm going to write on the paper back there. You need to be determined to fill the whole thing up so I have to put another one up. Hallelujah. You received this word this morning. I said you received the word. Hallelujah. If you received the word, I, I want you to come up to the front. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody say, God is. God is. Working it out. Working out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Y'all agree with me. Everybody, look, everybody. Do you agree? Yeah. 
I said, you agree with me? <laughs> I believe God is able, and it's already happened. Everybody say, it's already happened. It's finished in Jesus' name. <laughs> 